This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My favorite yeah. thing that Brandon talks about is he'll talk about how his dad like literally like risked his life to cross the border <laughs> and then Brandon spends his days making TikToks. <laughs> Fought for a good cause, dude. He really risked it all for a good cause. He, he's like really funny. He makes like really funny. Like if he knew. Then, yeah, if only he yeah, knew. If he knew. <laughs> if he knew who. I am going to do this for my family. <laughs> Para mi familia. <laughs> I'm doing TikTok and dances. Fast forward to him doing a Chewbacca video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today's podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek. Get $20 off your first order when you use my code NASH. Gabriel Iglesias here with us today. Todd joining us. Brandon joining us. An honor, sir. Thank An you. Honor to have you here. You are top, top, top echelon stand-up comedian. One that will go down... In history, as one of the greatest. Thank you. How do you feel about that? I feel good. First of all, uh, where is here exactly? Because I, <laughs> I feel like we, we're playing Jumanji, the home game, to get to this uh, amazing lair of like, because everybody's like, oh, they're probably at some studio or whatever. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it looks better on camera than making the walk down here through Spiderweb. You, you know you're, you know you're somewhere crazy where your GPS, it just stops showing streets. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just blank and it shows the city. How about the road, the road closage, cool. clo huh? Yeah, Look there's the road closures today up on oh, the yeah, street. Gravel. Problems it's, with the gravel. It's a, it's a yeah. mansion in the Hollywood Hills. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's you know, they want to it, keep the riffraff out. Yeah, mm -hmm. but the, the street is blocked off. Unfortunately, I was able to speak Spanish to the guys and they let me in. <laughs> Otherwise, I think uh, we would have postponed this. But they're like, no, está bien, compa, dale. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm Close the fence when you leave. I asked, uh, Gabriel was looking at my house and he, I, he, goes, he goes, let me guess how much it costs. And he goes, seven million. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I said, you've just been uh, playing arenas for too long. I, I, you know what? I have a little bit lo losing touch. I've been looking at houses, but uh, the view is what made me say that. I didn't see your yeah, whole yeah, house yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hadn't been here yet in, in this <laughs> part of the facility. Uh, but the, the, view, the view alone was yeah, like, yeah. wow. Because yeah. everything I've looked at that has a view all of a sudden jumps up. Right. You know? Right. And so, um, hey, man, props props to you for, for having an, an amazing looking place that looks like it's worth a lot. Have you lost touch becoming uh, as successful as you are? I think the reason why I've lost touch with real estate first is probably because I haven't bought a house in forever. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, everybody wants like, no, 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 don't let them do that. We'll, we'll do it for you. And I have a lot of people that don't let me do things because they're like, no, no, don't worry about it. We'll get it. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's making me feel like, come on, man. I just want to go hit. I know how much everything at Jack in the Box costs. Uh, yeah, they don't do that for me. I got, I got that covered. Uh, it, it, it does happen. Do you ever do that? Do you ever go on your YouTube channel and just review fast food or anything like that? No, I'd rather just go hit a drive-thru and, and, and eat and then review to myself. Yeah. like, yeah, I'll have that again. What, what is your yeah. go-to if you were going to uh, go to any fast food place? Uh, my go-to is very simple. I'm a very basic B when it comes to fast food. I just like whatever has meat, cheese, mayonnaise, ketchup, I'm easy. Right. I'm really, really easy. So whether it's, uh, you know, any of the regular fast food chains or something a little bit more. Like whenever I go to a restaurant, you know, I just want to know what has meat, what has cheese. Um, easy. And that's what you do. Yeah. Is that your uh, is that your favorite kind of food? Anything uh, meat cheese. Anything meat. Italian cheese. is my favorite, actually. Really? Italian is my favorite, but it has to have meat cheese. Meat and cheese. Meat and cheese. Huh. Yeah, it's catching on. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> How many shows do you do a year? Um, Anywhere between 250 and 300. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot. So wow. Much. Anywhere, everywhere. Jesus. Do you fly private? 
Yes, I do. You yes, do. I do. Oh. And it's got there's pros and cons to doing that. Uh, pros are you never have to deal with uh, security or just the having to rush to the airport and deal with parking or you know baggage, all that stuff at the beginning. Right. Going through the airport, you just basically drive up to the plane, you get out, you go in, you take off. And if you're running late, you're running late. Yeah. You know, they can't leave without you. Yeah. And so that's the really cool part. Uh, the, you know, cons, it's pretty pricey. It is. And it's uh, a smaller private plane is not as um, stable mm. as a big commercial plane. Cause a we had a, yeah, we had a situation uh, about a month ago where the plane skid off the runway by 200 yards. And yeah, we ended up in a field in North Carolina. <laughs> And it's crazy because as hard as I work, man, for some reason, a bunch of Mexicans still ended up in a field that day. <laughs> so that's what TMZ reported. Mexicans in field next to plane. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, I still, I'm still doing it. I'm still flying <laughs> private until I can't. <laughs> you, you, you sold out Dodger Stadium. Yes. What'd that what? feel like? Yeah, pretty cool, Isn't right? Shit black. Oh, my God. That's Wait, wild. I know. It's a trip, right? Jesus. And How'd now you do I'm that? Here. <laughs> <laughs> you're, in you're in a dungeon now. We're so sorry. Fake rats. Jump the shark, and now we're now we're in the backyard. Uh, <laughs> now you're in the dungeon. <laughs> no, that was incredible. That was the greatest night of my life. Greatest night of yeah. my life. Greatest night of my career. Greatest night of my life was being on that stage. You know, the the biggest show I've ever done, and it was at home. So That's I told awesome. people, if it goes well, awesome. And if not, it's a short drive. <laughs> <laughs> and just imagine, like, I'm just imagining when you walk out there, just the the roar did you just did you take it all in i sure did and yeah. you know what i thought i was going to be nervous but i was more relaxed than than anything uh imagine fifty thousand people there who all they want is to see you do good they're happy to see you yeah. and this is as big a moment for them as it is for you yes it is it was a huge homecoming and it was like a celebration i did uh i did a two-hour set uh, against netflix's uh will and uh <laughs> <laughs> oh you filmed it for netflix yeah Oh, wow. Uh, so I did a, a two-hour set, and then I started, uh, once I completed my, you know, my set, I just continued, and I cracked a, a cooler, and I started drinking on stage, and everybody was like, yeah! <laughs> and I wound up polishing off a bottle, and then I brought my host out, Martine, and we just started telling stories about what it took to get there, and the whole crowd was just hanging out, and, and then we started playing music, and then I got a fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was it was uh, Damn. there is something about going in your like in your hometown and I I can only imagine like I've I played Boston. You know, people do people come up to you and they 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 see you and they're like, I don't know, there's something about it. They see you in them. Uh, it's and it's really nice. The success is definitely shared. And, how do I people... how do I get good at stand up, Gabriel? I'm trying. <laughs> Tell me. You're the you're the guru. You know, I, I couldn't tell you. Honestly, uh, every night I, I just go out there and I, I want to make sure that everyone feels, you know, welcome. Everyone feels uh, part of the show. I'm not just there to freaking do my thing and, and check out. Mm -hmm. As soon as I show up, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm looking around and, and just being grateful and thanking everybody and reminding them. That doesn't it is work important. for me. I try that. It is, it is important. I'm still, I'm still bombing. Yeah. You guys are the best. You gotta Get on with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell some jokes. Yeah, come on, man. But you guys We're are so great. great. Shark Shark bits. Bits. Does everybody feel welcome? <laughs> I'll try Fuck that. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I wish I could teach it because then I, it would be something else to be able to do. I just, I, I don't know. Can you not? And maybe, maybe, it's because, you. maybe it's because I don't know how to do it is that why it's, it's so successful. Can you not teach stand-up comedy? I don't think I could. But can can anyone? Well, well, it's like, have you ever heard of a stand-up? I mean, there's comedy classes. Have you ever heard of a like a stand-up yes. comedian going to a comedy class? Kevin Hart. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh wow, okay. I guess it does pan out. But it's I don't think it is something you could really teach, right? Uh, well, people try. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of comics out there, and that's a side hustle. Mm. They'll either do that or they'll do the uh, driver's training. You're that yes, would like yes. to, go get a you know you get a ticket you can go instead of going to like an online course you yeah. can, you can take a course from a comedian and they make it funny <laughs> and like all right Wait, yeah hey so we're all here huh <laughs> too slow huh yeah me too yeah, yeah like, it's people who got DUIs have to go watch bad comedy <laughs> that's what it is that's, that's essentially what my friends show. used to do it's it they were like improv people when they they didn't have jobs and so they're like yeah we're gonna go talk to these degenerates <laughs> and try to make them laugh and yeah. Yeah. You know, that's part of the, the routine of, of things that comics do aside from comedy. So whether it's uh, uh, teaching a course like that or teaching comedy, mm. um, doing warm-ups. 
sometimes. It's like one of those things where it's like I, I found myself doing that. And uh, yeah, fortunately, this You used to out. warm up crowds? I used to do warm ups. For TV? Yes. In English and Spanish. And just let me let you know now, uh, my Spanish is basically, I can order food. That's, <laughs> that's as far as I could go. And I had to do warm ups for some of these shows. And they're like, wow. And they, they would ask, you speak Spanish? Si. <laughs> you know, as long as you put an accent on it, you're good, man. Si. Si. Yeah, so like, oh, he's legit. He's good. <laughs> and then I'd go out there and I'm sure the producers could hear me. And they're like, who, the, who hired this dude? And, I just, I just, I just needed estás? to make money. And so, of course, I'm not going to say no. I'm like, no, you want me to do it? I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you fire me. I, I read something to hire you for a birthday party. It's anywhere from, and of course, this is Google, $135,000 to $250,000. Rob, can we comment on that? Uh, <laughs> is that true? I will comment. And it, it all depends on the... Um, How rich the person is? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I've turned down a lot of money before because it didn't feel right. You know, if I'm doing a show that's private and there's a legit stage and the, the seating and it's set up yeah. and it's conducive to a comedy show, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. But if you want me to just be around a dinner table and tell jokes, I had someone that wanted me to just hand out presents <laughs> and be um, be humorous while handing out presents and <laughs> sing happy birthday to this person, very, very wealthy uh, from overseas. And they wanted me to do this at the, uh, what's the name of that hotel? It's a, like a, not the, is it Mandarin Hotel? It's a very high-end hotel that's in New York. And they wanted me to the do- Mandarin. Monroe. It is, okay. So they wanted me to do the thing there, dinner table, basically be humorous yeah. while handing out gifts for about 12 people. <laughs> and- they, How do you be humorous handing out gifts? What's you. in this one? Thank like, you, right? <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I'm not- I'm not sure how that, my agent was like, dude, it's, this is easy money. I go, then you fucking do it. You go out there and you be humorous and hand out gifts to all these guys. I go, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. And how I passed on How much did you turn it. down? It was, it was more than two. It was more than two. I, I, I was like, nah, man, I, I'm, I'm not going to go be the toy. I'm not going to be the toy. Brandon? Wait, I don't, two million? Two hundred thousand? No, two hundred thousand. Whoa. But think about it. Think about it. Okay, you're at a table and everybody yeah. feels next level entitled. You're mm. handing out gifts. You're being humorous and everybody has their phone out there recording yeah. you being their toy. Yeah. And now they're going to post that and then how's that going to look later? Oh, Probably lose right. fluffy yeah. hoe out there <laughs> handing out gifts. Yeah. Probably lose you, you more know, money you Next thing you know, I'm getting calls <laughs> for quinceañeras. And, you know, like, we want fluffy at our <laughs> Can you hand out presents and don't... <laughs> Be funny. Yeah, you'll, you'll be watch funny. the dog. Yeah, you'll have twenty million by the end of the year. <laughs> I, I know. What's I, the I, cost I, of dignity? I, I'm, though? I'm being. What's a, the cost of? I you could. Know, I could keeping your. Well, listen. I'm glad you have your integrity. Let, let me just say though, I I, I, I turned there. it down. <laughs> I turned it down because I'm in the position I'm in now. Yes, yes. You catch Gabriel Iglesias, 1997, so 1998. Oh, 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 he would have been very humorous <laughs> handing out. I would have wrapped the gifts. <laughs> I would have opened them for him, you know. Let's talk about your work at the cell phone store. This is what I'm most interested in about you. I read today that uh, in 1997 you were you were working selling cell phones at which which company? Yes, I was working for a company called LA Cellular, which became AT and T. Okay. Uh, I was before that I was working for Robinson's May Department Stores, which became Macy's. And a buddy of mine got me to go jump ship and go go work over there uh, as a um, salesperson inside of a Walmart in a kiosk. And so I was just basically there selling phones. And it was back when, when phones were like durable. Like right now, you drop a, a an iPhone, and you're, you're paying $100 to replace the glass. Mm. Whereas back then, I was selling a phone called a Motorola PC 550 flip phone. And that phone was literally a brick. And when you talk on the phone for 10 minutes, you could feel the the tumor growing <laughs> from all the rain. It was like wearing a microwave, dude. It was, they were indestructible. And the phone, you could talk on them for like a week, one charge, and you were gold. Like they would, it would last forever. And so I sold those phones for uh, for a little while, and uh, I was doing really, really good. Yeah, I remember I I I, uh, I went to Wilson's House of Suede, and I bought myself a really badass leather jacket. Mm. That was the place to go back in the day. I was like, yeah. I'd rock my leather jacket at the store, and everybody's like, "Nice jacket, <laughs> slanging phones." Yeah. It was cool. I was, so I was I was doing that during the day, yeah, and then I was doing stand up at night. And what I found with stand up is you couldn't just do your show and then take off and go home and sleep and then be ready for work the next day. You got to hang out, you know. Um, I don't know how it is now, 
But back in the day, you would hang out with other comics and you'd talk and you'd give each other tags and then you'd uh, recommend, hey, man, someone so-and-so has a room. Let me give you his number. It was all about networking. You had to actually yeah. talk to people. There was no phone to write down or to search. There was no yeah. Google search. Yeah. And so you had to talk to people that's and what network. I, and that's what I don't do. Hang out at Denny's at 3 o'clock in the morning and watch somebody do karate kicks in the parking lot. <laughs> I, I do my set and I leave. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe that's the problem. <laughs> you got to expand so, it, dude. You got to expand. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, horizons. at least that was the case back then. So burning the candle at both ends, working all day, and then doing comedy at night and coming home at 3, 4 in the morning and yeah. then trying to be up at 8 to you know, be back on the on the job. Yeah, it it caught up to me pretty quick. Yes, and I started falling asleep at work. I would yeah. sleep in my kiosk, and I got caught. Yeah, I got caught sleeping. Did you get fired? I didn't get fired for that because I got caught by one of the employees at Walmart, not by like a manager or somebody who could call me out. Yeah, but it, it happened a few times. Uh huh. And yeah. then eventually, I just took a chance and went for it, and, yeah. and I got evicted and lost all kinds of, you know, I wound up sleeping on my brother's balcony for about three months. Now with wow. this view. Not with this view. No, I had a breathtaking view of an alley. <laughs> Todd's a huge yeah. fan of yours. He asked to come today. So been watching. I mean, I used to watch you with my aunts and my mom back in the day. That's, right, that's right. Fluffy. Who's Fluffy? Oh, Fluffy. Mm. So this is mainly a, this is really a make a wish. This is not a podcast. <laughs> yeah, nice, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. Just letting you know that off the uh, bat. Dying from good looks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it just so happens we have some gifts here. To- <laughs> I'm gonna hand them to you humorously. <laughs> oh man! Wait, no, is, you got any good questions for him? You want to ask? I think you. This, this is your chance. <laughs> Come on, dude! Don't get all bashful. Yeah, don't get shy. He's a regular guy. <laughs> you're fucking making me nervous. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah. So after um, you're selling shell phones, I mean cell phones. <laughs> Off to a bad start. It's <laughs> okay. Shell phones. Shell phones. Yeah, they were seashells. So you, when you were living on your brother's balcony, <laughs> did you just go full full stand up like you went you went for it or like Yeah, once I quit my job, uh the money ran out really fast. Even though I was making a lot of money, <laughs> it ran out really quick cuz I didn't know how to, you know, uh, budget and all that. So, yeah, I got evicted from the apartment I was living in and then my brother took me in, but he was an apartment manager and he did not want people to come because people are always coming to his door. Hey, I'm, and it was a huge complex. So people were always knocking on his door. There's a problem that the sinks backed up, the toilets messed up. They're always having him address things. And his whole big gripe was he hated it when uh, people would say, oh, there's so many people living in the apartment. And then it was more than that. Every time he'd show up, there'd be people laid out on the floors. <laughs> so his whole thing was when people come to the, the house to knock on the door, they can't see me sleeping on the sofa. Because then he'd be a, he'd be a hypocrite. <laughs> but if I was sleeping on the balcony, they wouldn't see me, and I could stay there, and it would not be an issue. Yeah. What's and the situation so in the balcony? The balcony. Is it covered? Or? What's that? Is the balcony covered at least? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it was covered. It was I mean, it's California, so it oh, was, it's Southern California. We were, out, maybe. we were outside, so I mean, I guess it's oh. like one step above being homeless. <laughs> you know, because at least I was like, all right, we're we're good. The bugs can't get to me because he had a screen, but. Hmm. Yeah, I did that for three wow. months, and then my sister found out, and she's like, what the hell, he has you sleeping on the balcony? <laughs> so then she took me in, and then she put me on her couch, and I rode her That's couch nice. for about a year until I was able to make enough money to pay half rent. Yeah, because I, when I saw you on TV, I was super young, so I can't remember what show, but I saw you on TV, and you're in front of a big crowd, and I think that's when you were first kind of... last comic, probably. Was it? I think. How old are you? I'm 32. Holy 32, shit. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So it wasn't trying to do the math. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, so I was born ninety one. You started ninety seven. Also, like Comedy Central. So yeah, I think it was Comedy Central. Yeah. Comedy Central was my first. Right? Yes, yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. How uh, was last comic? Last comic. What was, was it like? Were you nervous then? Like you were pretty new, right? When I no, when I did last comic standing, I was already considered a seasoned comic because I was oh. already on the road headlining, mm-hmm. and so they were trying to feature these new comics, and um, I had gotten a phone call, and I'm sure everybody knows already that last comic was very political. It was as you know, it, it was as real as real reality TV can be. And they, they wanted me on the show. Yeah. And at the time, I wasn't really doing much. I was just kind of like, you know, I'm on the road. And mm-hmm. like, will you take some time off? And we think you'd be a great addition on the show. And um, they made me the uh, the ringer on the show. Like, like oh, he's the guy. And so they pinned me up against uh, Josh Blue, who was, yep. you know, the comic. Josh Blue, yeah. Yeah. And so they 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 made it to where it's like oh his story versus this guy who's like the the the, the shoe in to win yeah and they they kind of made it like this thing and that that's what they do yeah, it's and what I they wound do. up getting um 
uh, disqualified from the show because I snuck in a cell phone. I actually snuck in three. <laughs> I snuck in three. You sell them? <laughs> What's that? You, well, you got to remember, I had yeah. man, I had some connects, and yeah, so you're still working. They on the never side. wanted you to have a um, connection to the outside mm. because they thought you were going to get jokes from the outside world. I'm like, man, please. I just, I'm just trying to keep tabs on my girl. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be gone for two weeks. I got to know what she's up to. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and so I knew they were going to take away my cell phone the first day. So I brought in a dummy phone and then here you go. All right, here, take this dummy phone. <laughs> they put in a Ziploc and we'll give it back to you when this show's over. <laughs> All right, take good care of it. And then as soon as I got in my room, freaking plugged in my phone, my little, you know, and Josh was nice enough to not tell anybody. Yeah. You know, but he saw the wires and everything all over the place and, you know, and how'd you get busted finally? So, um, this is by the Josh. way, this is the biggest. I look for controversies about Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> yeah, this is the biggest controversy. So I was, he had I was a blackberry with him. Yeah, this is blackberry, blackberry. That's how long this ago. Is, oh wow, this is, I had a blackberry. So I was sitting on a couch like this, right? And uh, there was a bunch of cameras all over the place, and they were filming all kinds of things on the Queen Mary. And I was just in the corner sitting on the couch, and I had my phone, and I pulled out my phone, and I just kind of started like. I was doing this, and I guess I was looking down a little too long. And next thing I know, I look up, and the camera's right in my face. And the guy goes, "What do you got there, Gabriel?" I'm like, "Oh, like is that a cell phone, mother?" Like, yeah. And then the guy just like, and so I handed over the phone. I was like, "Mother, goddamn it!" You know, I got popped, and uh, they made it a big old thing. They brought legal down. I guess I had broken some rules uh, by doing that. And that's it. You're out. Do you perform no, that night? No, they let me stay on the show an extra three days because they planned this whole thing to do a roast on me. And so <laughs> they didn't want to lose out on that. So they allowed yeah. the show to continue for a few more days. And then all of a sudden we need to have a meeting. And yeah, we've, we've talked to legal and you got to go. Yeah, and I made I made history for being the first Mexican ever deported <laughs> off TV. It was pretty cool. <laughs> and then I had a lawyer who was like, yeah, we'll get you back on. And it just turned into a big old thing. And, and it worked out. That's and it it blew you up from there too, right? I mean, the show yeah. probably really helped. I mean, again, attention's attention on TV, and I was I was featured as a comedian, and my face was out there, and so even though I got the boot, people were talking about the fact. Still, twenty some odd years yeah. later, mm. I'm, people are still talking about the fact that I got booted off the show, yeah. which is which is pretty cool. And you you lost a ton of weight too recently, right? I found it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I heard you lost 100 pounds. Uh, you know what? Um, my heaviest I weighed was a little bit shy of 450. Okay. And right now I'm about th about 350. That's uh, great. I'm still a big dude. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight. And, um, you know, I've had I've done yoga. I've, I've done different types of exercise and workouts to get there. Right now I'm just kind of just laying low. You should come to um, yoga with us. I gained a bunch of weight and then... COVID hit, and then I was able to get a personal trainer during that time I was home, mm -hmm. and I just I lost like seventy pounds during that time, and that's then good. I went back on the road, and now we're here. Yeah, <laughs> the road is hey, the worst. I sit on the couch. Mm. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> With another person, <laughs> just be clear. A lot of meat and cheese. A lot of meat and cheese. <laughs> a lot of meat and cheese. The, the road is the worst for eating. It is, and I'm making a lot of excuses. I know it's me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been able to manage everything in my life with exception to the eating. Right. That's the hardest thing in the world for me to do. I can get up on stage in front of 50,000 people. No problem. No problem. And if I had to, I could hand out gifts in a humorous manner <laughs> if I had to. But, man, this meat and cheese thing. Meat and cheese. I'm just dealing. Mm -hmm. It's your kryptonite. It is my kryptonite. Dang, dude. Feria tacos. Say it again. Any beria? Beria. Beria. Those are fucking. If you can't say it, I can't talk. Beria. 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 Yeah. Beria. You're Mexican. I'm a quarter. You're a quarter. I'm more Mexican than you. Yeah, you are. Oh wow. But I act more Mexican than you. Yeah, you do. And you also look more Mexican than me. Thank you. I want. I want to hear this. What are the What are the pieces? What are What are the pieces? So my my mother, she's half Italian, half Mexican. Okay. And then my dad's just white. Wait a second. Jason, did you just call up the only two Mexican guys you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> is that what this is? You're like, oh, I just need some. <laughs> this is what happened. Realize. I told my friend David Dobrik that you were coming. I just <clears throat> said it offhand. Uh, he's like, who's coming on the podcast? I go, Gabriel Glacier. He goes, what? He goes, Fluffy? Mm. And I go, yeah, 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 yeah. So then I was like, all right, well, probably the, because I'm friends with all younger guys because of YouTube. So then I, I called these guys up and they were fans too. You just happened to be sure Mexican. <laughs> sure we did. Oh, sure. Yeah, we just happened to both just have... happened to be Mexican. My last name's Calvillo. I didn't know you were 
Mexican at all. Yeah. Really? I, I mean, I took my dad's last name, but my, mo- my mother is Mexican-Italian. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the one guy in the room that actually does look Mexican is probably like, what, it, Middle Eastern? Indian. What are you? <laughs> Indian? What, what's the Harris, deal, bro? Your head in. Uh, <laughs> Indian? See it? Look at that. I thought you were Mexican, too. No way. Yeah, really. Where I really thought I did. Oh, he's we got Indian. Oh, I didn't know, dude. We got a lot of fake yeah, Mexicans so I'm here. Looking around the room, I'm like, okay, everybody's mixed. You're are, you're half Italian, half Mexican, half are you, white. Are you I Lebanese? White. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm a quarter you Middle look, Eastern, actually. I did the really? the, the DNA <laughs> thing, and it came out 75 percent Caucasian, 25 percent Middle Eastern. Caucasian, mm-hmm. yeah. Caucasian. Cool. Everybody's a little bit mixed up. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> half Mexican, half Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been friends with him for 10 years. I've never heard that. Yeah. That's great. He's the, second Jamie person to say, he's the second person to say that. Second person? <laughs> I walked in. I was like, hey. oh. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. You're like, ah, oh, damn. It's not Jamie. Oh, Jamie. Damn, Jamie. Jamie's cool people. Who do I look, who do I look like? Uh, you look like a homeowner, bro. <laughs> uh, you look like someone that could afford a $7 million house. <laughs> I, I can't. We'll see how this podcast does. But it's really, it's $2 million. Yeah. It's falling off the hill. Who does he look like? Well, I, I, half Italian, half Mexican, <laughs> half white. That's a whole lot. So I guess, so, what did you pot. learn? Yeah, so a lot of, do you know more Italian than Spanish? No, I know more Spanish than Italian. Mm, okay. Not much Spanish, though. Not I'm working Spanish. at Duolingo. Hola. <laughs> Como estas? Good start. Don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> Todd's our but best I, looking friend. I, no, that's mm. not true. I, I do. I, I take pride, <laughs> and I sound like the guy from Duolingo. All right. Como estas? Como estas? Bien. E two. That's good, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Is that how it goes? <laughs> that's how. Yeah, that's how he sounds. Yeah. That was my quarantine thing was trying to learn Spanish. I, I did it for about two days and just gave it up. <laughs> he did. My, my, dad was, my, my dad was so proud. He's like, oh, you're doing Duolingo? That's good. And I'm like, yeah. Just, he's like, how much Spanish do you know? I'm like, un poco. And then he's just like, uh, all right. He's like, no, he's like, no, that's your dick. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Didn't your dad speak it to you growing up? He did, but my mom, so my dad's Mexican. He's from Mexico. And my mom's from Orange County. <laughs> and she was like, oh, you don't have to teach him that. He's never going to need to learn that. I was like, half of my family fucking speak Spanish. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And so my dad spoke it around me, but he never like taught me it. But I like, I couldn't understand it too. And like, then let's look at the study. See, there, there See? you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's and about, and that's funny because usually that's the case where you uh, understand, but you're always taught from a young age. Shut up and listen. Don't mm. talk while others are talking. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so you're always, you're just sitting there and they're just talking to you. Yep. And you're not supposed to reply. Mm-hmm. And if you do, it's more like, see, sí. okay, <laughs> bueno. You, you're like one word answers, and they're like, he's a good boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a good boy. So like, yeah, I, I could totally understand and listen in on conversations and understand what everybody was talking about, mm-hmm. but I could not. I'd sound like him whenever like, I start <laughs> talking, you know, with the wording. It's just because yeah. I still think in English, yep. and so that you got to translate it and then yeah. say it unless I'm talking about food, and then that just... It flows. Right. right out. My favorite yeah. thing that Brandon talks about is he'll talk about how his dad like literally like risked his life to cross the border, <laughs> and then Brandon spends his days making TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> Fought for a good cause, dude. He really risked it all for a good cause. He he's like really funny. He makes like really funny. Like if he knew, then yeah, if only he yeah. knew. If he knew, <laughs> if he knew who I am going to do this for my family, <laughs> para mi familia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing TikTok and dances. Fast forward to him doing a Chewbacca video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And post. Oh, man. Los niños. Yeah, yeah dude. Niños, mi familia. <laughs> yeah. All right. So in the what's your like day-to-day like now? You're just always on the road? Day-to-day, I'm always on the road. Um, this week, man, I got five shows this week. So I'm home today, tomorrow, and then I'm, I'm out again. Last night I was in the... Uh, in Orange County at the Amphitheater, Pacific Amphitheater. Okay, great. I did that show. And then the day before that, I was in Tucson. And the day before that, I was in Flagstaff. So it's always go, go, go. How do you um, like the heat? The heat the in heat Arizona. was really bad uh, on stage. Like, I was I was sweating up a storm. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I want to show a picture. Um, my uh, tour manager basically was showing me the amount of uh, the way that we travel. And there's a map that shows the crisscrossing. It's pretty crazy to see. This is uh, the map. This is what it looks like. My oh, tour. Wow. This is what my Dang. tour looks like. Holy oh my shit. god! That's crazy. So Damn. if you want to go ahead and show that, or I'll send you the things. So yeah, can... let me take a photo. But yeah, of that. the. That's insane. Oh wow, that's 
It's a lot of money on that private jet, man. Yes. Dang. And fortunately, the tour is going very well. Otherwise, yeah. there's no way I would do it. Who, who mm. do you who do you watch that you like really love and stand up? Uh, comics that make me laugh. Oh, man. Bill Burr makes me laugh. Uh, Jim Jeffries, Tom Segura, uh, Chappelle, yeah. uh, Chris Rock. Comics that, that push the envelope and, and take chances uh, that I would never take. I see. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, you know, my whole brand is very much everybody's welcome. We're keeping it cool. I'm not going to ruffle feathers. And some people might say, oh, well, you're not really, you know, are you really doing comedy? Mm. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm making sure totally. that everybody can come and enjoy this show, and people feel safe at my show. So yeah. I'm not trying to get political and stuff like that. But I love hearing political humor. I love hearing comics that that just speak their mind freely and say whatever they want to say. Right. I remember I hung out with Jim Jeffries, and he's one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Uh, I did his podcast, and afterwards we were we went to go pee, and we're right there side by side, going. And I just looked at him and said, "Hey, Jim, can I tell you something?" Yeah, go ahead. I got. I envy your ability to be as open and free as you want on that stage, and to be able to just say whatever you want. I go. I envy that. And he looks at me and he says, "I envy your money." Touche. <laughs> <laughs> like, good Jim Jeffries. You know. But yeah, so um, you know, comics that push the envelope. That's those. That's why I like to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, I do try to keep the show fun and friendly. And, yes, I have an opinion, but I save that for the bar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's really great to... I, th- I think a lot of times comics get in the situation where once they get a certain level of fame, all of a sudden they have an agenda. Now they want to speak. Now they have an opinion mm-hmm. on X, Y, or Z. And I think you do a disservice to your fans by doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden when you change, we're like, whoa, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? And so you have to always remember the people are there to support you and they're they're there to 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 grow on this trip with you. And if all of a sudden you start doing things that ruffle feathers and and cause you to to have friction, you're mm, mm. you know, you're you some people are gonna go with you and some people aren't. Do mm. you think that you'll um you think you'll ever retire? I, mean, I, you, I talk about it a lot. You have uh, enough money, right? It's not a financial thing. Uh, it's not a, a, you know, trying to stay on the road, you know, pay for that, you know, whatever. The chihuahuas. <laughs> chihuahuas, yeah. Yeah. Gotta chihuahuas keep, can't gotta, be that expensive. Got to pay for them dog beds, man. Yeah. Uh, I talk about it only because the last thing I want is to be a shell of myself and be like, you know, like, man, that guy back in the day, remember how funny he was? Yeah. I don't want people to talk about me that way. And I would rather leave on a high note because I actually thought about retiring after Dodger Stadium. Yeah. I thought, what an incredible way to freaking say goodbye. Like on the biggest stage, biggest show ever at home. Thank you. Good night. Write the book. Mm. Call it a day. But I still, I'm still young enough to be able to tour and go out there and I still love it. If you did that, if you retired after Dodger Stadium and you walked away, what would you do? Uh, Honestly, I would have focused 100% on my health. I would have just gotten away from everything that... Caused me to get big and uh, mm-hmm. work on just, you know, I want to I want to spend the money. I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I work too hard to leave it behind to people that have no idea how to budget. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to build Mexican Graceland in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I got the cars. And, oh, here's where Fluffy used to blow it up. And here's the Fluffy gym. It looks new, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sick. Here's, we could go the Fluffy car collection. and So I would definitely uh, just focus on that. Well, why don't you do that? Why don't you go to 100 shows a year and focus on your health? You know what? It's I make excuses. I do. Uh, I never want to not perform as much as I can because I feel like if I'm not, then you, you lose a step. You know, people think, oh, you could just pick up the mic and just start over. Yeah, for mm-hmm. me, it, it's it's uh, you know, memory. no pun intended. It's a workout <laughs> in my mind. Uh, I have to constantly be doing it in order to stay sharp and to be able to navigate. Because otherwise, like as it is, when I um. When I get home and I have like three, four days off, that first show that I come back on on Thursday or, or Wednesday, I'm always, uh, you know, like I got to second guess myself. Off. And that's only mm. from a few days of not doing it. So if I was to take big breaks. Damn. Man. I've been on stage for three weeks and I got a gig tomorrow night. <laughs> I'm fucked. You know, but, <laughs> but that's me. That's me. That's no, not everybody. Me. Now, why not just do 100 shows and then focus on everything? I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I saw Burt Kreischer the it's, other it's day. A, it, speaking of which, I was about to say, this thing has become a machine, and then you did that. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. Look at that transition wow. right, here. Yeah. Yeah. right here. Dog. You should open for him tomorrow. 
<laughs> he should open for can me. I, can, can I do a tight five? Worst. Can you I imagine do... he opens for me and then I come out? Yeah, it's like, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, get off the stage. <laughs> That's my big concern. But can I you imagine how big of a mind like what that would be to the crowd? And now <laughs> get this guy. He's been you know working on his on his on his set for for Conan. <laughs> Conan's not even around. Not even around. <laughs> Sometimes when I go into these places, they'll be like, "Do you want an opener?" And I'm like. Uh, I I I guess, and then sometimes they're way funnier than me, and I'm like, oh no, yeah, it's the worst. Mm. <laughs> but then I guess that's good too; it raises your game. Yeah. I feel like having strong openers definitely raises your game, and yeah. it keeps you from being lazy and complacent. Yeah, because if you see these guys rocking it, you're like, man, you're in the back. You're like, okay, all right, let's talk about this, and you start <laughs> rain manning yourself. Okay, line up this joke with this joke and this bit. Here we go. Right, and go out there. Uh, but yeah, I saw I saw Bert the other day, and he was uh, he got up to two seventy, and now he's down to he's trying to get back to two thirty. He lost twenty already, but it's the same thing. He's out on the road. He's in a twelve. Well, with, with Bert, I you know, hey man, uh, see in my case, hey, if I want to put on a big jacket or put on a big shirt to try to cover certain things up, you know, but Bert's freaking he's he raw dogs his audience. <laughs> he's just out there gut to the wind, and so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I would I would I would train a little bit harder if, if people could see everything. Right, but then that's also part of it too. People love mm. to see, you yeah. know, his body and his his shirt off. That is and the most like, pro body. Like I wish better. I wish I was that confident. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. Even at the beach, I'm just like looking around. <laughs> <laughs> who are who are some of the people that you've worked with that you were like maybe on a movie or a TV show or that's like blown your mind, been really cool. You know who surprised me, uh, and I shouldn't say surprised me because he's very talented, is Joe Coy. Joe Coy, oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. when I had my series uh, a while back, um, he came on as a special guest for the week. And, man, he was just on it, like with the script and the back and forth and rehearsals. And, uh, you know, w- when we do two, three, four, five takes, he would still hit his mark every single time. Uh-huh. And then he would um, he would improvise. And he was so quick and sharp and everybody was laughing. And I'm like, that's awesome. Because then him doing that made me freaking, you know. So we had a couple scenes together where, man, it was just so funny. What show like, is this? Uh, it was Mr. Iglesias on uh Oh, on your Netflix. show? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Today's podcast is also brought to you by SeatGeek. Yes, baby. The one and only SeatGeek. We love him. We love him. We love him. SeatGeek has been with me for so long. They've sponsored me for years. I've been in the YouTube game for eight years now. And SeatGeek has been with me every step of the way. The first sponsor on this podcast. The one and only. The best place to get tickets. The app that you have to have on your phone if you want to be cool and you want to be the guy that's like, hey, man, anything can happen. You know what I mean? Because if you have the SeatGeek app on your phone, by the way, it's a ticketing agency. If you don't know what it is, they sell tickets. You can sell your tickets on there, but I use it to buy tickets. You can buy tickets to any concert event in any city. It's fantastic, and they've got all the best concerts on there. Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Coachella, Lollapalooza. I've seen them all. I've done it all, and if you want to be a cool guy or a cool girl, get the SeatGeek app, have it on your phone, and right now, guys, if you go to the link in the description, you're going to get $20 off your first order when you use my code NASH. 20 bucks off right away, right off the top. Done. Go check out SeatGeek. They're the best. They've been an incredible partner to me. They've stuck around. $20 off your first order. Go. Download it. Okay. Go get the app. You get $20 off. Okay. Link in description. All right. Back to the podcast. What about love life, Gabriel? What's happening? Anything you want to talk about? Yeah, my it- phone's not going off. So that'll, <laughs> I'll tell you something. I'm talking about my dogs. And- <laughs> Meat and, cheese. Meat, and cheese. <laughs> meat and cheese. Meat and cheese. Meat and cheese, dogs. That's pretty much the love life right there. He's single. Yeah. Well, Are hey. you trying to set us up? Nice, What's right? going on here, dude? No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, he's Two guys could hit the town. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that code? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the town, you mean get some meat and cheese? Oh, that's what you're saying. Dude. You got any TikTok, yeah. guy, TikTok ideas for Gabriel that, that could crush? Have you heard of the woe? Have you heard of the <laughs> No, what's the woe? The woe is where you toss something up and then you do this. You know? <laughs> like that. It's like. <laughs> so you do this, you go. You do this like this. And then you do this. And that's the video. And that's all you do. You throw something up, you do like magician, mm-hmm. and then you catch the and thing. And you catch it. And then usually there's like a trendy song playing in the background or so. Hey, yeah, go. We got something. The whoa. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay. So. This is the lazy whoa. See, he's not really into it. That's <laughs> <laughs> what oh, the kids I, are doing I, nowadays. I thought, I thought you were physically throwing something up or you're <laughs> acting like you're throwing something up. You're acting like you're throwing something up. Yeah. There, there he goes. 
This is the the idea you're pitching this, to great this, Gabriel this Iglesias. Is, this is the trend. This is the, what's this, trending this right is, now. I think this would work out really great for you. Actually, I think this you is should a do this. 2016 trend. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I've been doing this for for since 2016, <laughs> dude. Oh, dang. always works. I'm out of date. <laughs> you okay. see my numbers. Dang. I'll see what I I'll see what I can find. <laughs> I touch TikTok maybe once a month. Yeah. Once a month, I'll post a, a video of something that's trending and for some reason it does very well tiktok yeah. like i, I kill it on tiktok, TikTok loves you yeah. And, yeah. but it's crazy because it's almost like life where it's like i give it very little attention yeah. and it's like oh my god just i'm, I'm here for you whatever you need fluffy yeah. but then i'm like every day i'm on I, instagram and instagram's yeah. like oh god get out of my face <laughs> you know god <laughs> it's you again like i'm always on instagram and instagram does less than half of the uh why do you think that is i don't know why i don't know but yet if i try to promote something on tiktok tiktok's mm. like no no you will not be promoting on this platform. But if you mm. want to do something stupid, yep. we'll play. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. I look at TikTok like, let's just go have fun. They don't want you posting anything that would get attention off the app. Yes. That's their biggest thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. Nothing that pulls off. Unless you're selling something on TikTok. Yeah. And then it's like, well, give us a cut and we'll promote your shit. Mm. Yeah. And I think, honestly, the like why things do better on there, I think it's just like, there's a there's more, A, there's more people on there. And it's less like serious. Instagram feels like serious. Yeah. A lot of time it's like very like maniered and like put together and shit and like TikTok's just like free and like oh whatever, you know. And I think that like holistic, like grounded shit is what does good on TikTok. I think it's just the the way the interface is set up. TikTok, I can watch ten videos yeah. in ten yes. seconds and Instagram I'm like Yeah. Like, what? It's a it's photo a and it stops. Yeah. And you're just like bored, you're like, I don't want to see your, you know, bachelor party or whatever. And then, uh, Instagram doesn't like it when you share a TikTok video on Instagram. Yeah. It's like competing. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. two it's weird. apps you've, competing. You've built your whole audience without social media. No, actually, everything has been based on on social media. Oh, really? Yeah. So um, I got into social media because of Dane Cook. Dane hmm. Cook and Tila Sequila oh, back in the day were killing it on MySpace. Yes, I remember. MySpace was the first big social media platform, and it just... I remember comics. We'd all freaking sit there and be like, freaking Dan Cook selling out another arena? Mm. What the hell? How's he promoting? And he was doing everything via MySpace. I shouldn't even do this because it wasn't even <laughs> on the phones yet. It was still freaking, you know, yeah. you had your top five friends and, mm. and we're all just watching him. And I was, I don't think Dan Cook gets enough credit for, for being that guy that yeah. got comics into it. Because by the time I jumped in, he was already on Facebook. Damn. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not keeping up. And so I was like, all right. And uh, once I got into the flow of just constantly being on it and, and nurturing it and growing it, then it turned into a monster. Because mm -hmm. then I didn't have to rely on an HBO or an NBC or someone else to promote me. I was responsible for promoting myself. Mm -hmm. You know, and and I think that drove it a lot. Don't get me wrong; I had a good good publicist who would help give <laughs> <laughs> me all these shows. Because um, I know you can't can't be saying that you're promoting yourself and just yourself. No, there's a team of people. Mm. But uh, having good social media and being in touch, I call it grassroots marketing. Yeah. And so that's, you know, letting people know. And then yeah. engaging with people, being the person that replies. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Yeah. Or reply with a video. Like, oh, my God, he's really on here. Because mm -hmm. do you think Beyonce really runs her own freaking social media? <laughs> she doesn't. It's a bajillion freaking followers. She's sitting there. She, she oh, didn't hold like. On, it. Hold on, Jay-Z. Let me reply to <laughs> Tom over here yeah. in Orlando. Jason doesn't run his. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, sorry, dude. I, I ate something out of the trash the other day. <laughs> <laughs> My segways, segways are just completely yeah, non-existent. I've accidentally on thrown away something that was still in a wrapper, so that doesn't count. And I'm like, I put some turkey meatballs. I got somewhere. I got to a hotel and I had turkey meatballs with me, and the room wasn't ready. So my fiance was like, "You can't give the turkey meatballs with the luggage." Mm. So she's like, "You need to throw those out." So I put them in the trash at valet, mm. and then 15 minutes later, I went back and I pulled them out of the trash. And ate them. And so, so social media marketing. How does that <laughs> yeah, work? You know what? Yeah, yeah. How does that work? Uh, <laughs> wow. Like it was MySpace first. That's Would how it started. Would you rather talk about turkey meatballs <laughs> or social media marketing? Oh, wow. Dang, dude. So I, I, can't, I can't say I've ever done that. Yeah. <laughs> I might have dropped something on the floor and then done the whole five-second rule. Yeah. But I've never had a 15-minute rule. <laughs> that's, that's next level. Yo, I'm, I'm not there. You that's, should see this guy. We'll go on hikes, and he'll show up. And he's like, ah, coming. And he puts his shoes on with no socks. But then on top of that, he has holes in his toes. Oh. And he's running up up a dirt mountain and down down the mountain with his hey, toes hanging out. Oh, dirt man. in there. 
And you eat out of the trash. <laughs> and I eat out of the trash. Wow. But he's he gets ready done. for the apocalypse, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. it's not, the world's COVID not ending not, yet. COVID did not mess with him at all. <laughs> this guy survives. Never got COVID. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, I do feel that way. I feel like I, I'm like... Uh, I have a lot of bacteria on me. <laughs> Probably because you eat out of the trash. So I never, I never get sick. Which my friend, my friend made a great point. He's like, "Yeah, but what about the rest of us? Like, you're carrying yeah. around all this bacteria." Mm. Um, but yeah, Which I always, I always credited my, uh, my good health as far as like not ever getting sick. Yeah, because I was always on planes and I was always around people, so I felt like I've been exposed to everything. Yes. Yeah. And so everybody back home was like, oh, my God. I'm like, mm, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Good immune system. Ebola? Yeah, I inhaled that in freaking Tucson. It was good. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I, on the other hand, did get COVID one time. How was it? Um, it's awesome. <laughs> you know what sucks is that, like, I didn't know it was COVID I had. I honestly thought that I was having issues with my diabetes. I thought that my mm. sugar had dropped. Because anytime my sugar drops... I get like, you know, I get lethargic and I'll start breaking out in a cold sweat. And I'm just kind of like my body aches when that mm. happens. And I had done a show in San Antonio. And when I went up, I was fine. And when I got off the stage, I was a mess. And everyone's like, test them, test them. And then they tested me and it came back negative. And so they're like, man, maybe it's your sugar. So they brought in paramedics and they're, you know, hooking me up to IVs, giving me fluids and stuff. And it was 24 hours of just like the shakes and just cold chills and that was it. And then the next day I was fine. And then the day after that is when I finally tested positive. Mm. When I tested positive, I was already past it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I didn't even realize it. Was this like beginning of COVID, like early 2020? Or was this yes, like- Yes, it was the beginning. Oh, dang. That was a scary time too. Yeah, that was when was, people were was, like, people are just dropping dead, dude. Yeah. 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 It was a time where like, you know, fat people would look at each other like, you know, if you get it. <laughs> that's, that's it right there. Just your every underlying condition, bro. Hope you don't get it. But if you get it, yeah, you were the most, because I, I was in every single one of those categories of high risk. Yeah. You know? And, and to have di uh, your diabetes, how does that- like, do you have to take insulin every day? I don't know anything about diabetes. Uh, Explain it to me. Good for you, first of all. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wear I wear a monitor to let me know oh, when my sick. sugar gets out of control. Okay. This okay. thing is constantly te testing, you know, my sugar levels. Yeah. So if it goes too high, an alarm goes off. If it goes too low, an alarm goes off. So either I need to inject to bring the sugar down or eat something like honey or mm. orange juice to bring it back up. Damn, mm. split the difference. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I think this is a game changer right here. Once I started wearing the monitor, because you never have to prick your fingers. That's part of the thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. people don't want to do it. They're like, ah, yeah. you gotta self, you know, inflict. You gotta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, eh, and then the blood. People don't want to do it. This thing, I change it out every two weeks. That's no nice. problem. How many times a day does that go off? Uh, it'll go off. I know when it's going to go off. I've been yelled at enough times to know. You know it's right. time to eat. Yeah. Right? I know. I know what, what, like, okay, I'll look at a meal and I'll go, uh, I'm good. Nope. If I eat that, it's going to go off. And I always keep mm. it in the car. I keep the monitor in the car. And so as soon as I get to the car, I open the door. Bee, bee, bee. <laughs> I know. That's why I didn't take you in the restaurant. <laughs> I didn't need you yelling at me in there. I always know. And yeah. so it educates you and it teaches you, you know, you already know what's going to set it off. Yeah. So sometimes uh, I'll I'll give myself too much of an injection, and I'll go to bed, and then when I wake, I'll wake up to the thing going off because my sugar is hitting like sixty, mm -hmm. which is stupid low. Right, right, right. And then when I get up, I'm all like, you know, dizzy, and it's it feels like oh, yeah, yep. dang. And you have to eat something right and away. I have to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does it have to be something specific, or does it have to be something? It's got to be something that's going to get in my system fast. So I right. I'll, I'll have uh, I have regular like sodas right there in my fridge. Yeah. So I just I'll drink a soda, and it'll it'll level off in a few minutes. Mm. Right on. Yeah. Any like meat and cheese doesn't help. Meat with and that. cheese does no. not do it. <laughs> it Actually, help. meat and cheese, no sugar in that, so you can I can eat all the meat and cheese. But when That's I have good. the pasta, the pasta will set off the thing in about an hour. Good. When did you uh, get diabetes? Uh, I venture to say it's been at least fifteen years. Uh, but yeah, once I took it serious, because that was one of those things where I just been writing it and uh, I was not doing what I was supposed to do. COVID mm. for me kept me home, and I was allowed to focus on nothing but my health during mm. that time. So I went and saw, you know, a specialist and he's the one that got me hooked up on a monitor. Right on. Yeah. You got to get back to that. No, I'm really good about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's why I'm still here. Yeah, but you got to get yeah. back to COVID times. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> you know, I know. Yeah. So do you, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. I was eating. No more meatballs. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I was eating jelly beans at three in the morning last night. 
I woke up. Jelly beans. I woke up. <laughs> I woke up uh, in the morning and I was like really proud of myself. I was like, because I eat in the middle of the night. It's mm. a really bad habit. And I, w- I was so proud of myself. And I was like, yeah, I didn't eat last night. In the middle of the night, I slept through the night. And then I just saw this <laughs> massive thing of jelly beans in my bed. Mm. Like I didn't even remember that I. Were they? Was it in your bed or was it in the trash? <laughs> was it in the trash? <laughs> it's in the trash first. <laughs> you pulled it out. Oh yeah, the other night we were uh, we were driving to pick up my daughter's boyfriend, uh. and uh, and I don't have his phone number, but my fiance does, and she's and she's driving. She's like, grab my phone. She's like, uh, text text him and let him know we're coming. And so mm. I text uh, here with like an exclamation point, but it came out as here, babe. Mm. <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> To a fourteen-year-old, <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> Pretty bad luck, dude. He feel good about himself. Like, uh, he's like, damn. You don't have kids, right? Uh that's funny because my son just messaged me as you're saying that. <laughs> oh yeah, you do have a kid. I, that's yeah. right. Look, I have him on the phone. <laughs> How's says, that? Says baby fluff. Baby fluff. <laughs> Does it say that? Yeah, baby fluff. <laughs> baby fluff. That's awesome. How old is he? He is. Uh, he's about to turn twenty six. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. no, he's a he's a dude. He's a bro, he's a dude. Yeah, mm. mine's seventeen. My son is seventeen, and he's a bro now. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. Do your uh, son's uh, friends like know that you're his dad? Like they're like, oh, oh that's yeah, fluffy. This is, and, this is, yeah, yeah. Tell us a joke. How does that? Yeah, does that? Does is he in, like more encouraged by his friends to be funny because he knows that that they know that you're. Like he's twenty six years old, Brandon. <laughs> I mean, when he was growing up, he's when, a he was, grown man. when he when was, he was growing up, when he was growing up, nice. It's not funny like your dad. <laughs> but he's growing up. That was that was never his thing. Yeah. Um, you know, his friends were always over the house, and so yeah. I feel like I grew. You know, they grew up with me as well, so it wasn't like a. After a while, it, it was very normal mm. because they were just always over the house. You have to perform. You're so mm-hmm. down to earth too. Like you're not. Like I'm just loving talking to you because you're just like so regular and. Thank you. It's really nice. Like you calling me basic? <laughs> <laughs> What's your coffee drink? A, I fly private coffee. <laughs> yeah, you just fly private. I will with not my, be with my chihuahuas. chihuahuas. With my chihuahuas. I What's, What's your greatest extravagance besides the private jets? You this, don't. Uh, let me show, show you this watch right here. This is my Bobo Fett uh, watch. I bought this at Comic-Con. Oh, it's sick. Uh, this, is, this is my favorite watch. And I do have a collection of watches. But uh, yeah, this is, look at that. The strap in there. It's like the military strap. Whoa, dude. That's so, cool. Yeah, this looks expensive. I'm excited. It, I Are you say into it Star comes, Wars? Yes. So I, I want to say that that watch cost me about three hundred. It's a pretty cool watch. It's pretty great. Yeah. Three hundred thousand? No. <laughs> Star Wars, not, oh, okay. not SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> Dang man, it's cool. So but, uh, the cars is, is definitely the big one, and then uh, I recently got into collecting watches. So I do have a collection of watches. Uh, it's rare that I'll. Put one on. Yeah. It has to be a big event or something for me to take a chance. Yeah. On on rocking one. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been really fun. Um, you're awesome. Thank you. You're just like it's just cool. What's up? All of a sudden the, the quarter Mexican leaves and now we gotta end the show. <laughs> you know, was he the piece that just <laughs> yeah, we lose one Mexican and then we have yeah. we only have two Mexicans? I'm Wait, sorry, dude. He's outnumbered much? and now it's like, no, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The ratio's off. How, I, how, how much money did you make at Dodger Stadium that night? That's what I want to know. A lot of people think that I made a killing. Yeah. However, they, you know, the amount of uh, money that was spent, not only on the staff and the renting of the facility and the promotion. Oh. Uh, there was a lot of money spent on on promos. I did not want empty seats, and mm. I would rather go broke promoting and making sure that, that we oversold than, than making a profit. I was not uh, concerned about making a profit. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I've heard that about MSG, actually. MSG, yeah. The same thing. Uh, Madison Square Garden, not the stuff that makes <laughs> Chinese food taste amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keeps you coming back yeah. for more. No, that, I want to say that uh, I, th- I think we broke even on it. I think we broke even on it. No way. Yeah. I mean, we spent a lot of money on promotion. Damn. A lot. Damn. I did not, I was not about to take a chance. So it's it's just more of like a uh, a vanity play. Well, to be able to well, say you did thing. it. Once, once, you know, once we did the show and it was edited, clearly I, I, you know, made a killing on it through Netflix. Got it. Because, mm. you know, we recorded a special. Yeah, so yeah, 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 Netflix yeah, yeah, took yeah. really good care of me. And then, of course, there was the performance fee. I was talking about this yesterday with Adam Ray. Um, and what does a Netflix special pay? That's what we were talking about. I think it depends on the comic. Right. Uh, Netflix has been known to pay as, you know, as little as $100,000 for a comedy special. And uh-huh. I think Chappelle's made, God, I, I can't speak. And exactly how much, but it was I got, like sixty I mil. Imagine. I think it was, it's but it was like four specials. Yeah. Or, 
So it's it it, it ranges. And what about Gabriel Iglesias? On. Gabriel Iglesias has made a comfortable living with Netflix. <laughs> they take an exceptional care of me. Damn it! Yeah, can't get it out of him. A lot, a lot, a lot. <sighs> I, I I consider myself to be in the top three. Oh wow! On at Netflix. Everybody okay, always, so everybody always talks that's, about that's Chappelle, yeah. Rock, and then. Everybody Iglesias? Well, yeah, but remember, or maybe, they, they, maybe was he's like, they were talking about Amy Schumer, and they were talking about all these other comics yeah. that were in the mix. Oh, Amy no. Schumer too. Yeah, I'm I'm easily top three on on the uh, on the pay scale. I suppose we could look it up right now <laughs> if you want to. Yeah, if you really want the scoop, dude, you got it on your phone. You have endless I, information. I guarantee on that. you that coming up now, uh, based on the performance, I know that Tom is going to get next next go around. I'm sure he'll get a, an an impressive raise. Oh yeah, because his special did very well. It did very well. Every day I turn on Netflix and I'm like, he's still in the top ten. Yeah, you know. And if you're still in the top ten, two weeks later, uh, you're 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 performing very well. Okay, you know, you don't need Netflix to give you the report because they're very stingy with the numbers. They don't give you numbers. They don't want to give you the information. They don't even give you the numbers. They'll give me an an idea, like they won't give you the actual legit breakdown. Mm. Not like if you did like let's say a, a sitcom. And they're like, oh yeah, the reports are in, and this many people tuned in. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, the ratings. No, they they keep they keep everything. Too. And you have no stand up tips for me. <laughs> is that mainly what this is? You just want to get position? myself. Dude, in I gotta this be position. on stage tonight at eight o'clock. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna get do. Myself in this. Hey, maybe we put a blonde wig on you. <laughs> <laughs> you go on out there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Jason, Jason Nash. Nash. Hey, he's funnier than uh, normal. So I'm divorced. Uh, my kids are. Um, my kids are getting older, you know. Where do you uh, tan? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I've always heard that about Netflix too. They don't, yeah, they don't release like anything. Like even for shows, they barely release like how many people watch anything. It's well, that's, interesting. That's what they're saying about the strike is, um, is that the actors want more money and Netflix won't show how much money they have because right, yeah. they don't have the money. Yeah, and it's not as good as you think. The profits are not there, mm. and they spend so much on so many shows. Like this man's special, but if I'm you're, sure if got you're moving the mil. dial, they're gonna compensate you for moving the dial. Yeah. But, if, but if people aren't, you know, if if you don't get that 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 bump, yes. you know, they're ah. right. Because mm. people could say whatever they want about Chappelle, good or bad, he moves the dial. Yeah, he moves the dial. People talk about him. They yeah. talk about him. They talk about him. They talk about him. Yeah, and. Hey, you know, even if you don't like them, you're going to want to see what they're talking about. And that's mm. going to keep moving that dial. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah, it creates a conversation. Controversy. I mean, yeah, controversy can kind of do that, right? You saw what happened years ago when uh, MTV banned freaking uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Yep. Made him the oh, biggest yeah. comic in the in the country. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, the- he, was, he was the first one I saw performing at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that's right. I'm sure he made a profit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's he like? You know what? You I've actually yes, but I feel like I met the um, later Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. I feel like I met Andrew Clay. Mm. You know, the Dice Man wasn't mean. there anymore. Yeah, no. When I met him, you know, it's like I got a. I met him and his son. Mm. His son's very talented. Um, Max. Uh, we were doing a. Um, I think it's his name. We were doing a benefit to raise money for. Um, Freddie Soto's family. Freddie Soto was a comic that used to play at the comedy store years ago. Super funny. And unfortunately, uh, it was, you know, he was no longer with us. And we were trying to raise money for him in El Paso, which is where he was from. And I did a show. It was, it was uh, Dice and Ralphie May and myself. And I got a chance to sit and talk with him. He yeah. was super nice. Yeah. He was super nice and just really calm. And I remember seeing him at the store and I was always afraid to approach him because I'm like, man, that's Andrew Dice Clay. I don't want to, you know. But no, he was just very, very just warm and cool. And this is my son. And yeah. son was a big fan. And it was just, it was very pleasant. That's the sense it was I very, got. very, very nice. That's the sense I got from him when I would hear him on like uh, Howard Stern and stuff. Like that character is not the real guy at all. Like, sorry, mm-hmm. I'm so, I'm saying you're nice. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> pleasant. Good hugs. I'd love Good to meet hugs. him. Um, all right. Well, listen, this is, uh, this has been fun. Mm-hmm. No stand-up tips. <laughs> stand-up tips. <laughs> do I do? Get a mic that works. You know? Just oh, make be, sure the mic be sounds good. Be welcoming. Be welcoming. You know? That's uh, all I got. Yeah. You want to you make that stage your home. That's, that's your home. You want to be as comfortable <laughs> as possible up there. So, I mean, like with me, I'm... 
you know, I wear what's comfortable, not not what's going to look the best. I want to be comfortable. If I'm comfortable, I'm going to give that crowd a good show. Mm-hmm. You know, making sure that that stage feels like I'm at one with it, not like, uh. Yeah. And they want you to do well, too. Like, they want they want to laugh. It doesn't right. feel that way. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you think they're praying for your downfall? What about opening jokes? What's your best opening joke? That's a good one that I, I think, can have. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> It's weird because, you know, when I when I do the shows, it's pretty much, you know, I like, okay, anytime I do a, a crash a show, if I crash a show and people freak out, mm, I yeah. say, man, I go, thank you. I go, I don't know if you guys are excited that it's me or that you didn't pay for me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my favorite just opening. That's great. <laughs> but that's when I crash a show. Yeah, sure. That's when I crash a show. But with my shows, it just, you know, it varies. Yeah. It yeah. varies. People are just excited. And um, I get a lot of I get a lot of heckling in my shows, but the heckling is very positive. It's mm. a lot of I love you. Oh my god! People won't Thank shut up. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Last night I was telling a story about my mom and uh, my dad and the, the situation that they were in years ago. And it was very quiet. There's seven thousand people at the Pacific Amphitheater, and all of a sudden, some guy in the crowd yells out, "Bullshit!" <laughs> And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I go, I'm telling you a story about my dead mom and oh how my her God. and my dad, and, and you're going to yell this out in the middle of my set? And so I started, like, just reaming this dude. Yeah. And yeah. He, he wouldn't talk back. Yeah. Mm. And then later on, after the show, my cousin was in the crowd, and I guess he approached the guy or whatever. Mm. He goes, the guy yelled out bullshit because he was saying it was bullshit how your dad was like handling the situation with your oh, mom, yeah, not yeah, that yeah. your story was bullshit. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, but it's, oh, okay, well, yeah. you probably should have finished the sentence. Then he well, should have, yeah, yeah. should have been well, like, well, that's well, bullshit. Next, that next time he should, yeah. <laughs> so I felt bad about that. I was like, oh, because I, I went in hard on the guy. Yeah. You said you got booed once in an Ohio. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. I got booed in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I went up on stage and I had told a bit. Where I um the the bit I've done on TV before it's about police officers driving Priuses, yeah. And the original version of the story goes: I was at this university in Michigan where apparently police officers drive Priuses, and I said that in Cleveland, not knowing the politics of college football, and they freaking went off because I said Michigan, yeah. And it was like, oh my god, like the boo was real, damn, and. Finally, once the crowd was willing to listen, I finished my set, but I was an autopilot because I'm like, oh, my God, dude, what the hell? And then at the end, I told the crowd, sorry for the misunderstanding. I promise I'll do my homework in the future. That'll <laughs> never happen again. Uh, you know, How are you supposed to know? I didn't know. And then I walked up the stage and someone, yelled, again, boo, that's why you suck. And then I turned around and I said, and that's why LeBron left. <laughs> and then I walked off. Petty 2.0. Guys, there you go. There's Gabriel Iglesias, uh, a, one of the true greats uh, here in my house. In your shed. In my shed. Yep. Um, and uh, go check him out. It's fluffyguy.com. Go see him. Go buy tickets. If you can get any, I'm sure they're all sold out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, it, yeah. For 500000 will you open pre- uh, present, birthday presents? For 500000 No. For five hundred, <laughs> no. a million dollars. Humorous, uh, I'll hand you humor, humorously hand you gifts. Mm. <laughs> no, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, and go go check out Brandon on uh, TikTok. Oh, Instagram. dude, I got it. Use props on stage. That's what you should do. <laughs> there you go. Have you ever seen a good prop comic? Just Carrot Top. Yeah, just Carrot Top's funny. He is. Carrot Top gets me. One time, you know, I always felt bad for Carrot Top because one time I was, we were at like a karaoke bar. And um, I was with Horatio Sands and uh, Nick Swartzen. And, um, and Carrot Top walks up to Horatio Sands and he goes, he goes, hey, man, I, I really think you're so funny, um, you know, on SNL. And, and Horatio Sands goes, oh, you too, man. I think you're really funny too. And Carrot Top goes, you don't have to say that. <laughs> like that. Like he, like he almost was like, like embarrassed of like what, who he is, which mm. I don't know if that was a long time ago, but. Um, I always, that always made me feel really bad because he, he makes people laugh. He goes out, he kills it, he crushes it. He just he's got a residency in freaking Vegas. Yeah, he's in been Vegas there forever. Would you ever do that a residency? I think that if I was in a place where I didn't want to travel anymore, I definitely yeah. would. We need to change the name of this podcast to the Long Goodbye because <laughs> we've been saying bye for the last hour. Yeah, and so far we've had the the quarter Mexican Italian leave. 
And that was like half hour ago. And uh, <laughs> I grew up in Boston. Uh, my mom was Jewish. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, this is a very Mexican thing. We always say, no, yeah, nos yeah, tenemos yeah, que yeah, ir. Gracias. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, nos vemos. Hey, how did you make those quesadillas? <laughs> yes. Salsa and, and, oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to let you go. But yeah, we got to go. All right, go. Uh, go this time me. for reals. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? This time for reals. This time for reals, yes. All right, bye guys. We'll see you next time. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.